This is DWZ Podcast here, Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, Jay right here. So welcome back, listeners. We got some very interesting wrestling content to talk about on this episode, on this podcast. So let's get started. Now, if you guys have been following what's been going on in New Japan, it looks like the war between the House of Torture and Just Five Guys have been escalated uh, very high recently. Now, how did this whole thing begin? This began in the finals of the Five Star Grand Prix. This is what happened. The leader of the House of Torture, Evil, uh, decided to beat up Sonata and handcuff them, but later decided to steal the IWGP World Heavyweight title. He was declaring... That Sonata has forfeited the right to the title and appointed him as the champion because Evil believes that Sonata is unfit to be champion. And of course, he wasn't the only title that was taken. So was the KOPW title was taken by Sho. So basically, the war was raging on because they were declaring themselves as the champion. However, during the Destruction Tour, there was a lot of things that took place. Uh, recently, there was a match with Taichi and Show t- in order for Taichi to reclaim the title. However, that's when things got a little crazy. Apparently, Kanemaru, who was supposed to be out of action, showed up and gave a surprising hand to just five guys until the most shocking development happened. He spit whiskey onto Taichi, someone that Taichi trusted, and the result, losing the title in the shot by the by that despicable punk show. Now he can officially say he's the champion, even though he wasn't when Taichi was still the champion. But of course, Evil believes now that the the roles had reversed. You see, what was happening is Sonata decided, well, there's no reason to banish um, House of Torture because the reason to that, they were going to show up regardless. So there was going to be a lumberjack match, but Evil was going out saying that there was a little cause of concern over that because of the event, because of the numbers advantage. And now they claim because of Kanemaru joining House of Torture, it now it goes in their favor. But Taichi was gone for a while due to the fact that he could not accept this, what was happening. Taichi did came back, got a little piece of his mind against Sho when Doiki pinned him. But however, this was only just the beginning that some things were going to change. But however, in a much later event during the Road to Destruction in uh, in Corican Hall, that's when things got a little interesting. Even though House of Torture won the match, that's when Sonata said this. From this moment on, Just Four Guys is over. But of course, it's that's what Evil wanted. But what Sonata said, I don't know if Evil thinks it's going to be true or not. Because Sonata said this. It's starting tomorrow. It's going to be just five guys. So that was like, what? The indication now is being said that there's going to be a new member. According to Taichi, according to Sonata, a new member will appear at uh, at Destruction in, I uh, forgot what's the city, but will be in a tag match with Taichi and I forgot who else. So that's going to be interesting. Now, Evil doesn't think that this is going to be enough for him to reclaim the IWG. He thinks that they're stronger. But, however, the obvious question does tell, who is the newest member? Now, this went up to social media 
after this whole thing came out. Some people are already speculating it's none other than Yuya Uemura. Now, why is they're saying that Yuya Uemura is one of them? Here's the reason why. As you know, recently Yuya Uemura has just finished up with his excursion in Impact Wrestling and all this and that. So that kind of sets the tone that is a possibility that we could see Yuya Uemura. I mean, I mean, it would make sense. But, however, we have seen some of the uh, wrestlers like from th that class, you know, like Yoda Suji with LIJ, Shota Umura doing his own thing, and Renarita uh, forming um, Strong Style. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. But, however, someone actually brought this up on social media, and I had to incline to agree with this name because, well, there's some history between certain members of 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 just five guys and that name is none other than the gold standard shelton benjamin now i know what you guys are saying i know what you guys are saying well let's talk about that why am i saying this if you guys have been aware of this or not shelton benjamin was a member of suzuki goon that's right he was a member of suzuki goon so it would make sense of him joining just five guys. Now, recently, we know Shelton Benjamin is officially released from WWE. It would make absolute sense because he does have a connection with Taichi and uh, Takamichinuku. So it would make more sense than have a familiar face, someone they know and trust that could help. And I think that's possibly the reasons. So if that's the case, then evil is done for with that so basically they think that this fifth member is not going to be enough well we'll see because i hate to see evil went, uh, take that title not giving sonata the opportunity he should have been but evil claims that he is, that he is the rightful champion well we'll see what happens because he's not the real champion until he beats sonata so he can go out saying all this crap but just five guys will not back down now Let's talk about some interesting developments. As you know, certain things have happened in stardom, more specifically with the with the unit known as Club Venus. Now, you may have heard already that uh, Mariah May has finished up her night month tour with stardom and recently just uh, went back to her home country, the UK. Uh, there is no telling when she'll be back. However, of course, reports were indicating that AEW are very interested in her. So there's no indication if she will be returning to stardom or anything else. We don't know yet until something has happened. But I think for right now, um, Mariah May wants to spend time with her family. I mean, it's been nine months since she's been living in Japan. So we'll see where it goes. But the obvious question does tell is, where, do we, where does Club Venus go from here? Because at this point, Club Venus only has two members. And that is Mina, who is the leader, and Waka Tsukiyama. But what's going to happen now? As you know, Zaya Brookside, as you know, she just moved her her base of operation here to States, just been taking bookings, and there's no telling when she'll be back to Japan to rejoin Club Venus. Uh, Z same thing with Jesse. Jesse has been recently also been in bookings. Um, sh uh, it was announced that she'll be participating in a brand this brand new promotion that just recently just got launched spark yoshi Peruso wrestling xena well not much about her has been told but i do know she went back 
to her native country in Australia, and then, of course, Mariah May. But this is what happened recently during a press conference that involves the, the, the goddesses tag league. As you know, it was already been told that uh, Mina and Waka will be teaming up. But Mina said something that caught the attention of people. And I, as you know, the translation does not work in YouTube because it's not uh, properly accurate. But later it was translated. And this translation, she said that they will be a new member of Club Ven in Club Venus. But this new member will be of Japanese origin and will be making her appearance in the next New Blood show. Okay, so the obvious question, who could that be? Now, recently we know that they are trying to persuade Han Hanan to join because, of course, she and Mariah May got along well and all this stuff. So we could possibly see that in the future. But there's other names. I know Waka recently participated in a tag match with Yoshi Promotion World Woman Pro Wrestling Diana, or just simply Diana, where she teams up with Aruka Omisaki. Now, Umasaki sent tell Waka to send her regards to her leader. Uh, but of course, Waka is implying to think that she will be joining. But of course, Umasaki doesn't speak English. But she has no intentions to sign, go, join Club Venus because, of course, there's been some animosity between both Mina and, and Umasaki in the past. But of course, she has been good friends with Starlight Kid. I, I'm sure Starlight Kid may not like that. Um, but anything is a possibility. But there's one that kind of makes me think, okay, who could that possibly be? And there's one person that I I 100% believe it could be. It's none other than Hanako. Now, if you guys don't know who she is, Hanako is a, a rookie wrestler who made her debut this year. Uh, she is the tallest individual in the game. She beats Lady C by her height, by a few inches. So it would make sense. Recently, we have seen Hanako team up with Club Venus on various occasions. Uh, she has played second to them in the past. So it that to me is a possibility because I feel that that's the direction that they may be going. But we will see where that takes us. I'm kind of curious about it. So I think we'll just wait and see until the next club, uh, until the next New Blood show. But I'll stand by. So we'll see about that. If you guys have me on my YouTube channel, I will put the stuff on the news updates. For all of you, and we'll go from there. Now, if you guys saw what happened in at the end of Wrestle Dream, we saw the debut of none other than you think you know me. That's right, Adam Copeland, formerly known as Edge. Now, I know a lot of WWE loyalists are having a hard time. They're having a hard time accepting the fact that he's but. Let's talk about how we got here with him going to AEW. Now, apparently Edge is a, was put his loyalty to WWE for years, which I feel is a definite plus. But the obvious question does tell us is this. Does WWE really care for the loyalty of, of their talent? I have to say, hell no. I mean... You ask yourselves this question. We've seen this with many former WWE wrestlers that always display their loyalty to company, but the question always is the same. Does WWE show loyalty to their to their employees? That's always been the question. And I feel like Edge, I don't blame him for his loyalty, 
but I do blame WWE for not taking for granted of wrestlers like Edge and various others who've always displayed their loyalty to them, you know, and that's the problem. And of course, he had no other choice but to go to AEW because, I mean, he is free to do what he wants. I mean, uh, he could get to wrestle wrestlers that will never go to WWE. You know, he mentioned Samoa Joe, uh, Claudio, even his fellow countrymen, um, Kenny Omega. So that is something we could definitely see. And I, I'm like looking forward to it. But however, uh, recently during a uh, you, uh, during the social media, apparently WWE lawyers are now calling Edge is a traitor. Look, guys. Let, I, like I said before, does WWE care about their loyalty for their employees? The answer to that question is hell to the no. Look, you can say all you want. He's a WWE guy. This is bullshit. You know, it, it should not have happened. Fuck you, AEW. You, you fucking douchebags. You, you, you should just disappear. You know, that's the problem with WWE wrestlers. Fan, I mean, fan base. They need to realize the reality. Me, I've always witnessed this. We have seen many wrestlers that never actually got the opportunities in WWE. You know why? Let's look at certain facts. Jericho. Vince never did believe that he had a chance to become champion. You know what was the excuse? Too short. Uh, what the fuck, man? Jer uh, Rey Mysterio is short. That's the problem. Some people think that Dolph Ziggler was a bad idea to be champion. Who gives a shit? Fans wanted it. That's the problem with WWE fan base. Get a grip to yourself, people. WWE doesn't give a shit what you want. Of course, the loyalty doesn't exist in WWE. And as for Adam Copeland, look, he made a business move. If he cannot do what he wants in WWE, then the obvious answer is AEW will offer him that. That's how the business works. You can say all you want that he is a traitor, but that doesn't change the fact that, of course, WWE doesn't give a shit about their employees' loyalty to them. That's always been the rightful answer. So if you can't see that, then it proves you guys are blind. You can't see shit. Now, if you guys are just pro wrestling fan base, then of course you're happy to see him there because he's going to bring something new to the table. I'm sure many of us are going to be happy about it. But we will see down the road where this whole thing leads us with Edge. Now, our final uh, topic here is none other than former NOAA talent, Katsuhiko Nakajima. Now... If you guys are unfamiliarized with him, Nakajima, he is a wrestler who's been GHC heavyweight champion, national champion, tag team champion, two-time winner of the N1 victory with Pro Wrestling Noah. I mean, he this dude has done it all. But recently, like about a month ago, it was an, it was revealed that Katsuhiko Nakajima, his contract expired with Noah by the end of September of last month. So right now today is October 4th. So it would make absolute sense about that. So there's also the reports that he will be doing two more matches involved in October with Noah, and he's officially gone. Now, 
What is it about Nakajima I like? I mean, the dude, he's a fantastic striker. He's like the kind of guy who is serious. He knows what he's going to do, that he's going to kick your ass to the fullest, show you who's boss. Um, if you guys want to see certain matches, there's one in um, that he had a match with uh, Go Shiozaki on January this on in January 1st of 2022. So check that one out on YouTube. You can find it from there. Now, recently there uh, there's been talk what's next for Nakajima. Now I did mention this on my YouTube channel recently, where um, of course my prediction that he probably will make his move to New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is, of course, um, not that off. But, however, Dave Meltzer has reported this, and this is what he said. He said that he talked to various sources in Japan about the speculation where would Nakajima go after now that he's done with Pro Wrestling Noah. Apparently, there are those that are saying that he could be heading to New Japan, AEW, and WWE. Now, I wouldn't count on going to WWE for few, for a specific reason. Uh, not to be too critical about him, but the dude is in fantastic shape. Uh, the dude is 36 years old. And, I mean, he can kick ass. But, however, WWE will probably be looking for a much younger and healthier wrestler that they could have. And I think it would make sense that he wouldn't go. But most likely the option choice would be with New Japan and AEW. I mean, it would be absolute makes sense for him to go to either or. So, do I think Dave Meltzer could be right about this? I say yes. I think there is the possibilities that he could go to uh, to these two companies with New Japan or AEW. So, we will see where he would go. But I will continue to follow more about Nakajima as we go. Uh, but if anything else about Nakajima, I'm sure many of you would Love to know how what this guy does. I mean, uh, he's a real guy. I love his theme song. It's very amazing. And, of course, uh, he and Go Shiozaki were tag partners known as Axes, and he calls him his homie. So check it out. So I think that's pretty much it for now with all of you with this particular segment where, uh, on this episode. Uh, if you guys have me on YouTube, go find me on Deleted WrestleZone. Um I just recently did uh, the Tuesday Wrestling involving NWA Power and NXT. And soon I will be doing AEW. So right now it's already 8.01 p.m. here in, in Pacific. Uh, so we'll see what happens. So if anything else, we'll go from there. So uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. So I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang!